Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 68, as I don't even know how to start this podcast because I should be happy that we're up 2-1 to one in the series, but we are coming off of a tough, 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 tough loss against the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 3, come from, uh, come from behind, victory for them, our boys didn't really show up in the third. Uh, a lot of emotions. It's just a tough one. One of those that just stings and it's going to sting until the puck drops in a couple days. So, Andy, I have to ask you, and I think I know the answer, but how are you doing? You know, I this might surprise you. I'm doing okay. It's, uh, again, well, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast, our last one, we only got to speak after game one. So the Rangers did win game two at home. Uh, and although it wasn't, it, it the score wasn't as a uh, dominating dominating as it, it would seem for the first game. The Rangers still dominated that game as well, and hence they won um, with a bunch of the Bolts players looking pedestrian. But I mean, listen, they're the reigning defending Stanley Cup champions. They are trying to get three cups in a row to cement a modern day dynasty. And they were going to show up sooner rather than later. Um, and honestly, it was a pretty close, through two periods anyway, it was a close game. It was pretty much neck and neck. The Rangers were up two to one after the, um, uh, you know, going to second intermission. And yeah, it just kind of, it looked like it was, you know, the bolts were definitely a little bit better than they had been. They clearly having the uh, home ice advantage for, you know, um, to, you know, for matchup reasons was helping them out a lot. Slots and players around made some good adjustments, but you know the Rangers still got their chances. The kid line was still looking dominant. Um, I just think there's a few combination combination of factors to why they didn't show up in the third. Um, I think first and foremost, which I'm, it will come up eventually in this podcast we're recording today, uh, Truba had his arguably his worst game of the playoffs. So that a that happened. B the Rangers experienced uh, some injuries. Strom went to the locker room, came back, played a shift, then left again. At one point, Goudreau went to the locker room. So you have to imagine for the player, just it felt like, and this is as Tampa is kind of applying more pressure 
it just felt like it was getting away from them even before even you know the third period was in full swing so i i think you definitely saw the rangers just start collapsing more and, and just basically the whole reason they were in this up to nothing is because they had spent the past two games and i i would argue uh you know the first two periods bringing their you know imposing the their game and their speed and their transition on tampa and then they they basically did what they did, did against uh the penguins that just were collapsing in the face of their forecheck. So um, it played out basically how you thought it was going to play out. And uh, yeah, it's disappointing, but it again, it was a one goal game in the end. Uh, the only goal that got by Igor at even strength was just a, a shot. He basically had no chance on just beautiful. Prider doesn't clear the puck. Uh, Zabanajad doesn't, is puck watching too. He just doesn't. And he, he took ownership over it. Him and Kreider both took ownership. We were both puck watching. I didn't stand my man up. I let Palat get behind me. And all he had to do was just one time a puck into a net, you know? So Igor didn't really have a chance on it. So it's not, he was, Shesterkin was spectacular again. Uh, but, and Vasilevsky, but Vasilevsky was very good too. I mean, you know, he was excellent at, uh, during the course of the game. And yeah, you give up the goals or, you know, a blast from Zabadja on the, on the power play. And, Cryer on the doorstep. So it was what it was. But uh, yeah, they just, you knew at some point that the, at least Tampa has pride here. So yeah, I'm, it's, I'm not surprised they won this game, but it was close. It wasn't a blowout. It wasn't like a state. I wouldn't say it was a statement game by them. It was just, they, they kept trying and they finally broke through. So, and yeah, we'll see. So there's obviously a lot to, to be upset about, but there are also good takeaways that the the Rangers can hang with this team and again if they if they don't it's their own fault and not I don't think it's going to be anything Tampa really did so uh but yeah obviously the frustrating um to drop the first game but they have another chance at, at stealing a game on the road here um on uh, Tuesday yeah and you know my whole thought process was the only thing that's keep me from not fully going full negative, Andy, uh, although I probably will seem mostly negative on this podcast, um, is that, listen, you're talking about one of the best teams in the NHL. You're talking about a team that's won back-to-back up, down 2-0, going home with their backs up against the wall. They know that they can't afford to lose this game. So you were going to get Tampa Bay's best effort. And you got it, you know. Truly, this team is beatable, and you felt like the Rangers were certainly right there for the first two periods. But again, lack lack of skating, lack of effort at times. I felt like, you know, you got to show up every single game. And and listen, we're young. I know it's not going to be there every single game. This just can't turn into what happens. You know what you saw in in against Pittsburgh or against Carolina, you can't be your own worst enemy. And that's what I feared the most, that this team won't just do this for a third period. They're going to continue that play for the next game and possibly the next game and fall down 3-2 in a series where you're up 2 nothing. That scares me because the Rangers certainly are capable of doing that just like they are capable of, you know, winning the next game. You know, you just, they're jackal and hide. You just don't know what you're going to get. And you know, as a fan, that's like the worst thing in the world because, you know, you really just don't know what to expect and you're not in control. And just when you think you have things made in the shade, they're just ripped away. And whenever you think things, you know, couldn't get any worse, 
they come back and they win. So it's like, what is a Ranger fan supposed to, you know, expect with this team? It's like, okay, they won two games. All right, they'll have to lose three because that's just how this season has gone so far. You know, if they lost the first two games, they would have won the next three. So, you know, number one, as a Ranger fan, you know, rule number one, we never make it easy on ourselves. Rule number two, whenever you're high, expect a low, a very low low, like the lowest of lows, like you saw in the third period where it was only, I think, three shots, and then they finally got a fourth one, which was like a fluky shot from the red red line, which is a borderline dump. Um, so, yeah, you just can't, you can't afford to let these teams get momentum and gain momentum. And that that's the frustrating part. And I think, you know, Ranger fans see, you know, the writing on the wall in terms of, you know, your, your minutes away from potentially going up 3-0 in a series and, and almost guaranteeing yourself to move on to now you have to win the next one because, you know, you don't want to give this team momentum. It's, it's scary and it's what makes sports awesome and you know it's what makes being a ranger fan you know basically a part-time job you know emotional so uh andy you know obviously the power play went two for five uh pk though went you know two for four which isn't good five on five just we're we're never going to be this year a good five on five team does that concern you at all in this series I mean, they were a good five-on-five five team in game one. And uh, even last game, the only reason they they lost the five-on-five five battle is because it seemed like in, in garbage time as the, a desperate Bolts team was like trying to start their push, and the Rangers were just mostly have been in defensive posture. But I think by... Listen, I, at this point, you can say by design, this Rangers team is uh, usually goes for you know quality over quantity and when it works it works and when it doesn't it doesn't and it makes it look like they didn't do much of anything you know what i mean but clearly the rangers had a lot of chances on the doorstep um once again there was a big scramble in front of vasilevsky especially the kid line every time they were out there there were pucks on net and they were getting close and there was you know whacking and close and shots from the slot um shots off the rush but yeah they just don't do it with the frequency of tampa um, or most other teams, but you know that being said, it's it's worked for them. I think at this point, we know it's not like a it's it's not so much a, a bug as it is a feature, if that makes any sense, you know. Um, and because they have Igor, they it's fine. They don't. Yeah, I just uh, they're almost antithetical to a team like the Hurricanes, which they play within their system and they generate so much possession and so much five on five shots, but if you you can keep them to the perimeter and none of them are really strictly dangerous and they're just kind of routine funneling. There's not a lot of players making unexpected moves that just changes lane, open shooting lanes and then just creates, you know, pathways to the net, you know, for pucks to get through. So yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, this is the Rangers team we have, who knows? And maybe they be, if they, whether they win or lose in the playoffs this year, um, they come back next year and they say, we need to improve these things or just by their lineup getting a little bit older and more experienced, they become better at the things too. They generate more five on five possession and, and expected goals and, and, you know, just chances for. So, but right now it's, you know, it's just the, they were, again, they barely had anything going for themselves in the third period. 
and I think that's what happens because when when you have a motivated group of skilled players playing a purposeful and direct style like they did in games one and two, you generate a lot. And when you don't, they're not those you're, you're left. There's not a lot of players where their bread and butter is just banging and crashing. Who So even if you don't have it, they can just do that and generate something, you know. So, and I mean, but this is the group they're living and dying with. So, yeah. And, you know, watching the game, obviously, you know, it progressively kind of got worse for the New York Rangers. Uh, you know, Igor played great. 51 shots against is not good. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, Andy, I, I just am such at a loss for words sometimes with this team that, you know, you, you, you forget like the positives. And, you know, I thought the kid line had another good game or another good couple period. Uh, you know, I, I thought, you know, the power play obviously looked decent, but once again, the third period, we get a four minute power play and a chance to really you know take control of that game and get that period back swinging you know momentum back in our direction and truba you know takes a awful penalty and just you know it was just par for the course with how with how momentum was going that even with the rangers getting a four minute power play it goes to shit because you know of our lack of effort lack of enthusiasm lack of you know just very lethargic period overall um, you know, overall, Andy, I got to ask, what is your thought process going into game four right now? Like, how, how do you feel? Are you com- Are you confident? Are you a little worried? Are you a lot worried? Uh, you know, you, I, like me, where you think we might lose 15, nothing. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll be that I do. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with Ryan Strom. I'm expecting the works that tweak didn't seem good. And the fact that he came out and tried to take a shift and then just took one. And then at least he was skating, but then went right back to trainers. and was like, Nope, right back to the locker room. Um, he tweaked something in his knee, which sucks. So you have to imagine, I imagine Dryden hunt comes in. Um, he's played with Panarin before and Strom and who knows? I mean, listen, Strom has been, you know, he's had some goals as playoffs, which has been good. But has Strom been a huge... Would you say Strom's been one of the bigger components of this team's success in the play, in the postseason? Maybe not. So maybe it might be good to have the speed of someone... No, I would and, say borderline none at all, honestly. I mean, yeah, when he it, got hurt to before he got hurt, there wasn't really much of a difference. Yeah. So again, hey, but so maybe you get a guy with more forechecking and jump in and hunt. So there's that. But you just, it's, you know, I, again, we do understand this group they as tough you know as tough and mentally resilient as they are they are still kind of inexperienced and young and if they i feel like if they feel it's getting away from them it might you know and also it feels like Tampa's finding their 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 groove and their stride it does seem like they do not have as much energy as they've had it in the past just maybe a, a you know factor of being an older team now and just playing all those games but clearly are still dangerous they still put up a buttload of shots on the rangers and and just arkin and but Igor was up to the task until that last one, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's easy things. I mean, I think Truba knows he has to have a bounce back game that he's got to simplify and play it safer and just not get his head out of his ass because it was this game, you know. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's like you could, because I see a lot of like Truba cost them this game. Uh, you know, I... You can maybe say that, but it's tied at, at that point. You know, players are going to have 
bad turnovers. Things are going to happen. And the rest of their team kind of wilted after. So I don't know if you can really put it all on him. You know, it's not like this, his, you know, he took the penalty when, with the five minutes left, you know, or three minutes left. It's just, yeah, it's just unfortunate. So he knows he has to have a bounce back game. Uh, yeah, you hope Turk literally rips them a new asshole and say, and says, we stopped skating and we stopped playing our game. We let them put, you know, bring the game to us and it's unacceptable. Everything we did in the games one and two with the feeding off the home crowd, you know, it's yeah. But listen, and again, it was I don't want to make it seem like this game was a massacre because it clearly was. It was a one goal game, but clearly just Tampa was feeling it and just trying to break through. And they did, you know, so and that's that's a learning lesson for this Rangers team. But, you know, I think the positive takeaway is that Tampa brought their finally brought their a game and they still squeaked it out you know what i mean so i think they're if the rangers play their game it's this is a very winnable series you know so but again uh yeah you you want you don't want to just bank on be winning all your games at home you know what i mean right and i think at this point in the eastern conference final i think that you've got to steal one on the road here yeah steal one on the road hockey fans the pursuit for the stanley cup is on And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in all of sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Game um, four is obviously the biggest game of the season for the New York Rangers. I, I think it's a full, it's a full, like, and I'll, I'll put it even this way. And, and I've said this a million times, but it's not, it's, it's how we lose. We cannot eat, lose with effort. Don't, don't act like, it can't be a period where you get three shots and that's the reason you lost. Like that's not showing up. That's just going through the motions and you're playing hockey. You're not competing. And you know, we, we need a bunch of guys that are willing to compete and put forth an effort. And you're a hundred percent right. When you say, you know, Tampa played, you know, their best hockey of the, of the series, which isn't saying much. And the Rangers played their worst hockey of the series. And it really just came down to 20 minutes and within that 20 minutes, you know, they still stuck around, you know, it, it took a goal with less than a minute left to actually beat the Rangers. So, um, you know, and, and I don't know they got the tying goal, but that was, you know, a special teams play. And listen, you know, Tampa was eventually going to get the power play going. You, you were benefited the uh, last series with a team that really struggled on the power play. You're not going to have that. So you got to really be disciplined and you got to be disciplined and you know, watch your sticks and, and, and watch your body positioning. You know, I thought Mika's interference call, like, of course, that's going to be an interference call. You can't do that. You can't slow those guys down. And, 
you know, you can't get caught flat-footed because these teams are going to burn you if, you know, given an opportunity. So as, uh, as much as this is negative, I guess the positive really is that the New York Rangers are hanging with these guys playing their worst hockey. And, you know, you get a bounce here or a bounce there. And, you know, I, I kept on, you know, texting the group chat, the group chat that I was in, Andy. I'm like, just give us a bounce. We need just a bounce. That's all we need. One bounce and we can get, we can get through. Like, and we just never got it. And, you know, I thought the bounce might have been the high sticking call. That wasn't the bounce. That was, that was a bounce right back, back to the face. We weren't ready for that. Uh, so, yeah, you want my thought process going into game four? Yeah, um, please. I think it was, you know, I almost think as much as I'm disappointed in the team and how they performed in the third period, I'm kind of glad that it was so putrid because I feel like after the lowest of lows, the Rangers usually pick it up and they answer the call and they answer to Gallant's, you know, you know, I, I couldn't say negativity, but his critiques of the team. I do think they respond. And, you know, luckily, you know, Goudreau is back because he is such a key piece. And I don't think the Rangers really have much of a chance with without him. Um, even if he just plays even 10 to 12 minutes next game, I, I, I think they really miss him on, on, on the dot. They miss him on the PK. And the fact that he can step in and play center on the second line is huge. Uh, whether or not you want to, you know, put you know other people there uh, to kind of fill in that role on the second line, that's up to Gallant, obviously. But you know, overall, going into Game Four, I have to say, you know, I, I, as much as I think the Rangers will step up, they got to be able to weather the storm, and they got to be able to, you know, combat and compete against the Lightning team that's going to be fired up because. The Lightning just got themselves right back into this series. And, you know, now now they only have to win, you know, three of the next, um, you know, the, you know, just the next three games out of what, four games left. So, um, you know, to finish off this series. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Andy. Is it what, five games left? How many games? We, we played three, four. They got to win three of the four. So, here we go. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's. Uh, to your credit, I think it's definitely easier for this team. They clearly respond when their backs are against the wall a little bit or when that pressure is on. Um, I think being the underdog in games one and two. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of it's I think it was def it was funny because it's like they were they were the favorite in going into the Penn series and that kind of got to them. Hence why they started off, you know, they didn't start off so good they lost and uh they only won one of their first two games at home you know dropped a a heartbreaker in triple ot then they go into the carolina series and now they're not the favorites uh and yeah they lose their first two it's i just think it's it's yeah i think this group responds better when they have some uh, bulletin board material and obviously, Turk is going to be like, we basically everything, we stopped doing everything that made us successful and we turned back into a pumpkin. And if you, you know, you're going to let this slip away if you do, you know, so I think they'll be better or at least have some more offensive jump. You know, I think the challenge is even if you're playing your game, you have to maintain the attention to details defensively. And I didn't think Turk made all the, I was, some of his decisions tonight was, were kind of questioning. Like I understood, you know, with the injuries, they, 
they shorten the bench at a time, but you know, cock, the kid line has been their one of their best lines instead of giving that line, just more ice time overall. It's like, you know, at times I, I know he put Keedle up with the, uh, with Panarin and I saw a lot fair take a shift with him. And then the Kako play like the least ice time of all three of them, you know, which oh, I'm just, just, you know, as much as I love Turk, I'm always going to question some of his decisions, but, uh, I do think they will respond better. And listen, you, you take it one game at a time. And I think, you know, I don't think the motivation should be if we win this one, then we just have to win at home. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the right type of motivation, especially for this team. I think if anything, you dwell on the fact that it's like we were doing good and then we got away from the things, you know what I mean? That a, a Turk almost lights a fire for them to play better. I think that's better than saying like, Hey guys, it's, you know, it's easy as just winning one, you know, that's not gonna, the right type of motivation for them. So I do expect a, a better effort. I liked how they were in the first period. I just thought as the game went on, they just slowly, slowly got more passive and, and Tampa got more assertive and aggressive. And, you know, the end result was the end result. But it was still so close. Yeah. So what does I that mean, tell were, you? There was there were some signs, though, in the first period. I thought um, just the way we we're kind of bobbling the puck a little bit. I thought we were gripping the sticks a little too tight. Uh, you know, I, I thought we were collapsing in our own zone. You know, Tampa was able to go D to D a little too much on us. Um, there, there are certain signs signs that were clearly there that the Rangers weren't going to have it tonight or that they were slowly going to kind of lose control here. And, you know, you thought you get the benefit of the doubt of two big power play goals. You're up to nothing. Can you hold on to it? You know, you're praying that you can, but ultimately you know, they, you know, let Tampa get in with two power play goals of their own and you get a late goal, less than a minute to go and just on a really nice play. And you kind of saw the writing on the wall there. Uh, even you know you went on to, to you know your bookmaker whoever it is FanDuel DraftKings uh you know promo code THPN uh you know if you went on there you could see the live money line was like minus 166 for the Tampa Bay to bet them live to win the game straight up which is an absurd line for a tie game which so close it just they just knew that the Lightning were going to win the game um, and Rangers were crazy plus money, but I mean, who who touched the Rangers? Three shots on goal. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, again, I do agree. Like, I do agree, and I made the point again that you know, it's almost like the worse the Rangers play, the better they respond. So the good news is they couldn't possibly play any worse in the third. Are they going to respond? I fucking sure hope so, because you know, we're right here. We're right there. Is the Eastern Conference Final? You had a two nothing series lead. It's two one steal a game on the road you know steal a game here like come on we can do this and oh god you know i and it, it was just uh, it was a whole team effort i don't you know i know Trouba played a really bad game but you know overall nobody showed up to, you know i thought honestly goudreau was our best player and he was you know playing on a he should be a broken ankle. yeah he shouldn't be not he should not be our best player Ryder had another game where he disappeared i know he scored a goal on the power play but he was pretty much non-existent, and you could just tell he's not going to be engaged if he's not throwing the body around. I saw him overskate a couple pucks, and you know I thought some of our players were all, all, also. I don't know if you noticed they were falling down like behind the play. I don't know if it was the the ice quality or just them, you know, nerves or something. But there was a few times that the Rangers just kind of randomly slipped and they weren't even part of the play. So um, I don't know if it was the ice surface, but you know. There's no, there's no excuse, you know, for it. So, um, 
yeah, that's about as positive I, as I can be. I don't want to be, you know, crazy negative here, even though emotionally that's how I feel right now. Uh, yeah, it's just, Andy, it's a tough one. And it was a tough, tough pill to swallow. Um, you know, I, I, do you have anything else? No, I mean, yeah, I, like I said, if, if I you mean, would do ask me. you think me, Igor can p- keep this up? Like, yeah, I do. I you do? I think he's in he's in his groove right now. Okay. I think this is the Igor you get. Uh, I think it's more important for the Rangers to not waste his good performances. Although I just say he's just been. They had a stat where I I just think he's. You know, since what ga- the game two versus uh, Carolina, he's just literally been lights out. He hasn't. You know, this is the first game I think in a while he's let more than two goals in. You know what I mean? And two of them tonight were on the power play. So, uh, and just, he had no, like I said, he had no chance on the, on the third goal. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I think, I, I don't think Igor, if something, I don't think Igor is going to be what lets this team down. It's just the forwards have to remember that this Tampa team is very dangerous and now they have motivation to come. Yeah. They're, they're mounting, uh, their own momentum right now to come from behind and tie this up. And they can, you know, if they win the next game, I think that's a good momentum for them to blow by the Rangers and take one at home. You know what I mean? So uh, you don't want to be in that position. And listen, like we said before, if you told us going into this, the Rangers are going to win the first two and then Tampa's going to win game three at home. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. It's the Stanley Cup champions. I'd, I'd be like, wow, the Rangers actually won their first two games at home. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But it's just hard when you're in it because it's, it seemed winnable game tonight. It's like it was one thing if the Rangers weren't in it or if you like watching Edmonton against Colorado, you're like, nope, not a chance. But, you know, it's it, not like Mike Smith letting uh, in horrible, just backbreaking air, you know, deflating goals, you know. So, yeah, they listen, it's this is I maintain a very winnable series for them, which we didn't know coming into this. We're like, are the Rangers getting embarrassed or they, and it's. Yeah, it's as obviously T- Tampa brought it to them tonight, and as they're gonna, they're like I said, they're a proud team, and they're they're the reigning two times Stanley Cup champions. So, but uh, yeah, the Rangers can skate with these guys, and they can win. It's just don't just you have to they have to do what they were doing so well in the first two games, which is they were playing their game, they were feeling their own transition, and they were doing quick regroups, and it was just causing the older Tampa. D to kind of have trouble keeping up and the forwards a little bit more disarray. You know what I mean? And they stretched them out. They just have to do more of that. They just got away from that. Uh, they're too much trying to skate into pucks and dead space for the Rangers. And just, yeah, just they were making the bone, the, the brain deaded turnovers that Tampa was making for games one and two. So yeah, just tighten it up. That's all. Just need to tighten it up. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, and, you know, you look at, you know, out there on the West and see the, you know, the kind of the, the shit show of the series that they oh turned boy. into. I mean, three, nothing Colorado, which basically seals the deal for them. Cod- yeah. But they lose Kadri lose Kadri. for the whole series, at least. And who knows if that's veiled for the rest of the year, which is tough. Cause he's been so good for them. Uh, Vander Kane only gets suspended a game. Um, you know, Kane is, was just trying to take hurt people, you know, while he was I, out there. So, I mean, Listen, I, on that particular, I will say that no, I will say on that particular play, it was kind of like, uh, well, I just don't like the whole, 
and I, I I don't even know if this was his response, but the uh, I I hit before we go get to the play, like all contact, like no no one should be hitting before you get to the puck. Like if two guys are going for the puck, the first play shouldn't be body checking the other person. Yeah, that think, that's what I think to me was the most egregious. It wasn't like he had the puck on his stick for a moment, and then Kane came in and blasted him. You know, it's right. like he hadn't even. He hadn't even gotten to the puck on on the boards and yet, we, and we all know the mutual a mutual collision as opposed to someone purposely targeting someone prior to getting to the puck. You know, I think that's that's what the NHL can't have happen. You know, yeah. I think that's it's a bad optics. It's how people get hurt, and it's really not part of the game. I mean, it's not something that you're taught at a young age to you know throw the body check before you know you engage the puck. So, uh, yeah. It, it's just, and you know, like it couldn't have been another player. It had to be Kadri, you know, with the whole thing that happened last year, getting hurt, stuff like that. Just, you know, you feel, I don't even know what to feel. You feel bad, but it's also Colorado. So you're just like, you know what? Have they had any, you know, bout of a battle with uh, adversity here in the playoffs? So, um, you know, if there is one test that I think they can pass is, getting by without Kadri. I know he's been huge for them, but that team is just a machine. You know? They're just a perfect version of the, what you want the near green, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and Kane gets a game, which sucks because <laughs> talk about a guy that can't afford to, literally can't afford to, you know, miss hockey games here. Oh, oh yeah, hi-oh. Because, um, right, if you're suspended, you, you forfeit that game to pay, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how the pay works for playoffs, though. So, I don't know what kind of money forfeits here. But yeah, no, sucks. Sucks for them. Um, and, and anything else, Andy? You know, no, not really. Uh, it'll be interesting to see to watch uh game four. You know, we'll see if Edmonton and McDavid have anything to say about going just going out like this. Uh, Drysaddle is clearly really, 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 really hurt. <laughs> um yeah it's and it's tough man i mean again i i feel bad for conor mcdavid i don't really feel bad for anyone else it's just the, the problem know. is though they ran into the beast like yeah and they got as far as they did but i i just think regardless of running into the best team in the league which happens but the fact that you know they're making Pavel Francouz, who is a good backup, a very good. You know, I would say he's like a, in a, that Georgia tier that like he could be a good starter maybe somewhere. But come on, it's just Mike Smith. Like, why is he there every year? He gives up the worst. I just don't understand it. Like, he gives up these such soft goals. And they gave all that money to, to Darnell Nurse, who is not. He's a he's a good. I think Darnell Nurse is a good second defenseman. I don't know why you would trick yourself into thinking he's worth McCarr and Fox money. It's insane to me. You know he's been he's been a, a horror show for them. And yeah, I mean again, then they have Barry, who's not good defensively, and then they have Duncan Keith, who is thirty what eight seven thirty seven years old. Um, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. But the fact they made it this far is testament to just how explosive McDavid and uh, Dreisaitl can be, you know, and obviously Vander Kane as well. But and, and, you know, I thought they had played played well at times. They were good in the first period of that game, but they just 
yeah, just not good enough. So, and listen, I, I say this knowing that whichever team Rangers or Tampa makes it there, it's going to not going to be pretty. I don't think, you know, I just don't think there's anything stopping the, the machine that is the Colorado avalanche, but you at least want to make it a challenge and it's, uh, not seeming like it, you know? Yeah. No. And, and, you know, as much as, you know, you want the Rangers, you know, to get there and stuff like that, we have, we cannot afford to look at our matchup against the Colorado Avalanche. We cannot afford to do that. Uh, so Andy, I kind of want to end this podcast, man. If you're, you know, if you're, you know, if you have a message out there to send to all the Ranger fans going into game four, you know, you know, send us off with that message, you know, make us feel good after, you know, one of the tougher losses of the season. Okay. Um, look, Tampa is the reigning defending two-time Stanley cup champions who feel they're on the verge of doing something great. The fact that the Rangers were able to take their best and just narrowly, narrowly, narrowly lost the game uh, with not enough time to, to answer back. And, you know, it's, it should be, it should make you feel good. I mean, I know it's, it seems, it seems hypocritical and antithetical to say that, but the Rangers basically, when they played their worst, they, they were pretty much deadlocked with, you know, the, the team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we've seen enough, even during this game, that Tampa doesn't play perfect for 60 minutes. They don't play high octane for 60 minutes. They are a crafty veteran team, and they definitely ride waves of momentum very well, hence why they're, because you have to be, because it's impossible to just all have it every night for 60 minutes. But the Rangers, I think with their young legs and just their their want to do something they haven't done before, I think they can use that to propel them here, especially if they get a fresh body like a hunt in the lineup and just they can push the pace with their skating and their attack. So this is not the time to be a shrinking violet. If the if the Rangers just keep skating and just, you know, you can still do what you were doing, but there's also times to you have to simplify at times when you feel like the 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 pressure and the counterattacks coming the other way. You know, cuz I think it's just it's yeah, it's just I think uh and this sounds kind of obvious, but you know, just the turnovers between these you know, the, the last three games here have just made such a big dif- difference in fueling the transition of the other team. You know what I mean? And uh, it's, you know, especially the Rangers were able to make a count on the power play, but I thought they didn't do as good of a job in getting into Vasilevsky's kitchen. They did it. They were good in the first, and then they got away from that as the game went on. Obviously, credit to Marks to Tampa for just pushing for it. But yeah, don't worry. Just say, you know, we weren't at our best. Truba wasn't at his best. We weren't at our best. We were puck watching on the last goal, and you know we we ended up losing the game. But those are easily those things are easy to correct. It wasn't a a full on everyone was bad effort skating thing. It was just kind of they weren't good in the third period, and they were they were good in the first. They were mediocre in the second, and they were bad in the third. That's that's correctable. That was not a game where they were outgunned all game. So they can do it. They just have to. Again, not let the moment get to them and the pressure. And they, they need to focus. It's one of the rare times I think they should focus on the last game. Yes, you have to move on, but just take the lesson of what you didn't do. And don't not not so much be like, hey, we you know we have to win this game or else we then have to win. And just say, we need to win this game 
by doing what we didn't do the last game. You know, just keep it just to that game. Don't think about the ramification. Just think about what you need to improve upon and improve upon it. And then just let the results take care of themselves. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod. And please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.